Good morning, good morning, everyone. Yes, um, no notification there, Alison. Um, a few, uh, yeah, a little bit of a, a funny one. But anyway, hey, welcome. Good to see you guys. Morning. Welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat. Good to see a bunch of you guys on. Alison is there. We've got Kevin all the way from Lakeland in Florida. Good to see you as always, Kevin. Uh, a few of you popped up uh, in the Facebook chat. Sharon, good morning. Um, behind the scenes, someone from Geelong. Give us a shout out who that is, actually. Um, but uh, hey, team, welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat. Good to see all of you guys here this morning. I'll just do um, a couple of little intros while things are warming up. Uh, supposedly, there wasn't uh, a notification for the live this morning, so something may have gone astray in the world of the internet and the tech, the technology out and about, but um, there you go. But good morning, Deb. Uh, hello, Jason Witten's my name. All of you know that. Well, most of you do anyway, and if you don't, say hello. Let me know if you're new or you're popping by. Um, great to have you here. Been doing these Wealth Coffee Chats for a little while now with some uh, some people maybe just like you who are keen, mad keen, matter of fact, about property investing and using property investment as their prime wealth creation vehicle for their future. Um, oh, Deb got it. Okay, there you go. Maybe uh, a few uh, a few little glitches in the mainframe, Deb. But hey, listen, whatever you're up to as a property investor, sometimes there's a lot of noise out there. Right now, you know, many of you guys uh, would know that there's a bit of a squeak and uh, squealing uh, in the mainstream media about the property market. There's always something going on in the world of real estate and real estate investing. You know, 12 months ago, everyone was saying, hey, hey, you know, uh, it's been pretty good time right now in the world of um, of property investing. Yeah, Alison saying, you know, a lot of noise about the land tax in, the land tax changes in Queensland. We've got the interest rates going up around the country uh, with all the lenders. You know, South Australia's talking about restricting some uh, of the rental increases, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, there's a lot of noise out there for us as property investors. And sometimes it can get a bit bloody much, to be quite honest, quite frank, uh, to be frank or or uh, or Martha with you or whatever that is. Pineapple photo booth. Good morning, Stephen from Sydney. Great to see you, mate. Thanks for dropping by. Um, and if for anyone who's new, I've been property investing over 22 years, done plenty of property deals, coaching property investors across Australia and New Zealand also. Along the way, learnt a few things. Um, and uh, each morning we share those for about 15 or 20 minutes at about 8, 10 each morning just to keep the good vibes, the sensible conversations going about real estate investing, property investing. Um, there you go. Morning, Tracy. So we're talking about you know, all of this noise, all of this malarkey, all of this carry-on that's out there at the moment, you know, causing potentially some uncertainty for you, me, maybe many other uh, potential property investors or um, maybe some, you know, want-to-be investors as we're going, um, as you go. So, yeah, well, we have some, you know, interesting um views on what's going on in the real estate market, folks. We do have uh, 
let's say, a certain political bias uh, in power in the country right now, which leans a little bit to the more um, uh, socially uh, extended. And then, you know, sometimes you get the other bias, which is leans a bit more towards the, the commercially extended. And there's kind of swings and roundabouts. But for all of us, you know, today I wanted to talk about the big picture. What is the big picture? What's the point? You know, what's the overall arching conversation we have to remind ourselves about when it comes to the world of real estate investing? Now, there are some things we can control and there are many things, many, many things we cannot control. But what we do know uh, is that the future of property is pretty strong. Fundamentally, it's required for our society to operate. So it's not a bad place to be as a property investor. So let's talk about the big picture this morning. Um, and there's two bits of the big picture that I want to sort of have a chat to you guys about. Um, and uh, like I said in my description of this morning's conversation, it's actually pretty straightforward to invest in real estate. It, like it's pretty straightforward. The conversation is pretty simple. Now there's some details to it and there's some sequencing and stuff like that. But really at the end of the day, team, it's pretty straightforward to do this stuff. And what do I mean by that? Now there's two parts to this conversation today. What do we do? What is the big picture about what we do? And you guys know here at Positive, you know, we've created a system that's very simple and easy to explain and understand. Well, I hope so anyway. You know, you guys know that there is um, a process. There's three stages of the investment process we talk about uh, when we're coaching and training with you guys. Okay, so there's the acquisition, the consolidation, uh, and the lifestyle legacy stage. So let's have a look at the what to do in the acquisition stage. Let's talk about how straightforward and simple that is. Well, number one, um, you've got to understand the four, I'm calling them the wealth lanes, call wealth lanes. What are the four wealth lanes? We talked about that the other week. Your principal place of residence, that's a tax-free asset if you use it properly. Your income that can be leveraged into investment properties and you can reduce your tax significantly using that income uh, and buying the right investment properties. Uh, number three, your um, uh, super slash other investment vehicle, that is a tax-free haven into the future. How do you make the most of that? And if you're a business owner, how can you maximize your wealth as a business owner uh, and or you know, accelerate that value when it comes to your world. So the four wealth lanes, number two, the three stages. We need to understand the three stages uh, that we're going to go through as an investor. We need to work on the seven plans. Now, I've, I did a series on the seven plans not so long ago, folks. It's, you know, it's about property management. It's about finance. It's about the acquisition of your properties. Um, it's uh, about all of those things. So track that down. The seven plans. There's seven important plans. And you need to create a six-star team. A six-star team, folks. You can't do this by yourself. 
okay? You need awesome, amazing people, professionals to be all on the same page going forward with you knowing that you want that destination. So that's a pretty easy what. At the end of the day, you know, how you sequence that and, you know, when you do it and how you go about it. Well, that's the what. There's the four bits. There's bits in those bits. Follow the plan, folks. That's the acquisition. That's the thing of getting it done. What does consolidation mean? Well, once we've sort of rolled into this thing, um, we need to understand with all of our properties, whether they're new or older, at some point, we want to be able to add value, all right? It's called the highest and best use, HBU. Now tell me, in the chat, so I get you guys a little bit involved this morning, in the chat, what's the highest and best use or how could you add value? What's kind of a couple of different things you could do um, to add value to a piece of real estate, folks? There's two, often two things, even if um, at some point there's two things when it comes to the physical piece of real estate, what could you do to it? Chuck that in the chat for me. How can you add the value? Uh, maybe you buy the property now and you add the value later. Maybe you buy the property immediately and add it straight away. Who knows? Depends on what strategy you're putting together. How do you add value? What can you do? Well, you can renovate the property. Reno, fix it up. Yep, that's the way, Aaron. All right. Or you can add a dwelling. Okay. You can add a dwelling. Okay. So you can renovate or add, add dwelling, add more to it. Renovations often for me are more internal rearrangement of the real estate and adding dwellings is you've, if you've got some land, well, that's great. What if you can't add dwellings? How can you um, use do the highest and best use of your real estate when it comes to your real estate? Hmm. What if you've got a brand new property or a well-located property? It's in a um, it's in a, 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 a block of apartments. What could you do? So you can't renovate it, or you could renovate it, but it's not not won't maximise too much. You can't add a dwelling. Is that property fixed now in its value to you? What could you do to a dwelling? Boom, Aaron, you're on it this morning, mate. You're on it this morning. So so rent highest and best use. Okay. You could furnish. You could short let. You can Airbnb. Uh, you could rent by room. Okay. That's what you can do at that consolidation stage um, of the real estate, of the property's journey, okay? Highest and best use. This is in that consolidation stage. Uh, what else, what, what might we do? Furnish it, absolutely, Alison. What else might we do in this consolidation stage? Well, you know, we might choose to um, what I call equity arbitrage, Equity arbitrage. If that's the first time you've heard of this, well, um, you need to understand what it means. If you can borrow money from a piece of real estate, let's say at 5%, and you could make 15% with it, borrow at 5, make 15, pay your debt of 5, and you end up with a net 10, tell me in the chat, what do you think about that? Would that be pretty good? If you could borrow $100,000 at 5% for the year and you could invest it in something and make 15% for the year, so your net income 
uh, before taxes is 10%. How many times would you do that, folks? How many times would you do that? Borrow, your cost of capital is five, your return is 15, and your net is 10. How many times would you do that as an investor? I know my answer, as many times as I could, all right? Um, so, equity arbitrage. And if you don't know the details of that, I've done a couple of other videos on it, maybe you should track it down. Right, number four, yeah, Trace, and, and you know, you've got to pay some tax, uh, but if you do it right, you'll pay less tax, right? Depending on how you equity arbitrage. Maybe you equity arbitrage in a company trust structure because that's appropriate for tax minimization and income distribution. Maybe you do it in your own name because you've got depreciation in your properties that can minimize your tax anyway. Um, maybe you uh, equity arbitrage using uh, super uh, because that's a low tax vehicle. Um, there you go. Yeah, Chris, a few people said they didn't get the uh, notification today. Sorry, mate. Something might have gone astray in the system, so but glad you made it, uh, buddy. Good to see you. Equity arbitrage, folks. You know, what is that? And we might debt reduce. Right, we might buy millions of dollars worth of property, and the, the faster our debts go down and our incomes go up, the quicker we get to this cash flow lifestyle over here, right? And what do we do at this stage? Enjoy, enjoy, all right? Enjoy the fruits of your labor, okay? Uh, and I like the idea uh, of paying it forward. Now, it doesn't have to be linear, does it, folks? You buy one property, and it might be over here in this stage, and then you might be buying another property starting out So um, as we roll along, okay? So there it is there. Tell me, down the bottom here, you know, that's all tactics and strategies and, you know, nuts and bolts. It's pretty important to understand them, that is for sure. You've got to understand the sequence of events and things to maximise and lending and P&I, principal and interest and, you know, all sorts of stuff. There's plenty of details in here, okay? But don't miss the simplicity, team. It's irrelevant right now of what's going on in the marketplace. If you find and see a good quality property that you are happy to buy and own for at least 15 to 20 years, if not forever, then it's time to get on with it. It's irrelevant that you know the interest rates are going to go from 4% to 5%. Who cares? You've already done your numbers. You know that. And what else will go up when interest rates go up? We've had this conversation many times already in the last 12 months, ladies and gents. The rents will go up. Matter of fact, the rents are booming right now. There are so many good uh, bits of data and some facts around the residential real estate market uh, that gives us some comfort to make good decisions. And you make sure you've got a financial buffer set aside if things don't happen immediately. You know, and we talked about this five to $10,000 per property that you invest in needs to be as a safety buffer on the side, all right? Um, so don't, you know, you buy your property and you've got nothing left over, not a cent left over in the bank account, that's a, it's a, a pretty risky place to be. Now, it doesn't mean you shouldn't do it because sometimes that's what you have to do to get going, but the less times you do that, the better off you are. 
Now, this is all the what, but, but ladies and gents, tell me why. Why are we doing that? Why? What's the outcome? Tell me in here, in the acquisition phase, the why. Okay? What, why are we doing it? You know, uh, well, I want a passive income. That's what I hear. Tell me in the chat right now. Um, you know, I want a passive income. You know, I want to um, uh, get my time back. Uh, I want to, you know, reduce my tax. Reduce tax. Uh, I want to, um, you know, um, do something for my uh, family, my kids. Okay? Like, what is the why? What's the point? These are the things, but what's the why? What's, what's the outcome? Passive income. Get your time back. Reduce your tax. Spend more time with the family. You know, have better holidays. Whatever it is. Okay? Over uh, in there. Uh, uh, down here. This is where you want to like, okay, um, you want to have no debt. You want to have your, you know, you want to do a principal place of residence upgrade, um, etc. Why? What, what's the point? Why are we doing this? These why pieces are foundational, big picture, that keep us going in times like this of uncertainty. There's plenty of information out there. Uh, and often more than we need, and it gets a bit confusing. What's the point? You know, I don't want to live on the the pension. Pension. No, you know, I want to have financial freedom. I want to have a tax-free income that I have created, all right? I want a tax-free income, secure retirement, exactly. Legacy, Sharon, for sure. Pay it forward. You know, um, when we've got enough to take care of ourselves and our family and uh, have a little bit of safety buffer uh, in our mix, well, pay it forward. Do some legacy stuff. For me, that's about building schools and libraries. I've been doing that for over 10 years now. Whatever you can do, you know, put it in your plan. Have a look at the big picture, okay? So hopefully that makes sense today. Uh, um with our wealth coffee chat. Often we're down in the details of this thing, you know, getting our fingers dirty, you know, right in the muck of it all, you know, in the weeds, as they say. Sometimes it's important just to, you know, rise up, have a look back down and go, yeah, we've got to get our hands dirty. We've got to get in the weeds of it. We've got to get into the details of it to, to, to uh, keep the process flowing. But remember, what's the big picture? Why are we doing it? Where's the destination? What's the motivation? What's the fuel in our tank to keep the motor running when it comes to uh, us as property investors? Using real estate investment as a vehicle for our financial freedom and wealth. A uh, little bit of a reminder this morning, hopefully, that makes sense. It lands for a couple of you. So that's it, folks. That's it. Wealth Coffee Chat done this morning. Hopefully uh, you're not too cold wherever you are. Hopefully you had a good morning. I'll, I'll look into those notifications. I'm not quite sure what went on there this morning, Chris and team, but uh, hopefully 
I can find out. You never know. I'll dive into it and it could be there for hours. <laughs> Maybe on the phone to Telstra. Anyway, just rabbiting on now. You guys be awesome. Be well. Thanks for joining me this morning. For anyone who is new, thanks for thanks for joining. Hope you stop by again tomorrow or the next day because I do it every morning at 10 past 8 on weekdays. Uh, and if there's anything you ever want me to have a chat about, ladies and gents, just give me a shout out. Uh, I usually have a look at, you know, what's going on, some commentary, some market activity, and often maybe a little bit of overarching strategy, uh, et cetera, when it comes to our plans. So there you go, folks. Be good. Be well. See you tomorrow. Looks like uh, the internet's crapping itself right now. So that's it. Done and dusted. Wealth Coffee Chat over and out. Bye-bye, folks. Bye-bye.